friends. Hope everyone's going well during self-isolation. Um, yeah, I guess it's unprecedented times. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone out there's going okay. Um, I guess on my end, I'm looking to do these podcasts. Um, well, I guess now I have to do it remotely. So yeah, I'll just be interviewing a few of my friends um, over the next few weeks maybe. We'll just see how this goes. But um, yeah, so my guests for today are Jess Tolentino, my friend from Canberra, and also uh, a special worldwide edition, uh, Mr. Trevor Lau, all the way in Germany. Um, yeah, apologies again for the sound. Um, it is quite iffy uh, because we're using um, Zoom and another platform, so please uh, understand. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Hello, Jess. Hi. Back at it, round two. Round um, two, let's get it. Yes, for all those out there, me and Jess tried this yesterday, um, but we had some te- technical issues, but uh, we should be okay now. Yeah, I think yeah. it was because like I was talking too loud and the mic like spazzed and then it didn't receive well. So when yep. we were trying to listen back to it, it was really glitchy. So I'm just not going to, I'm just going to try and not talk with expression this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right sounds good um cool anyways uh how are you right now with everything going on um i guess for those out there who might not know Jessie's actually in canberra right now uh, she's been in canberra for like 13 months now while all her friends and family are back in melbourne um so yeah how's it how's it going up there in canberra <laughs> good thanks for talking on my behalf well, you said it like, you know, it is a struggle, but um, yeah, I feel like I guess the only difference that um, this situation, like the only difference would be if I lived in Melbourne, um, it would be I would see like my mum, dad and my my siblings, like so my family um, and here, like it's basically the same situation like I just see my housemate at home but I wouldn't be able to see my friends regardless of whether I was here or there anyway so I can't see mm. any of my friends like in Canberra here which has been hard but yeah. yeah like um yeah like I mentioned to you um earlier that even though this situation isn't great for any anyone like it's affected everyone in one way or another like even though it's not great like I feel like a lot of um good things have come out of it anyway like um yeah so I don't know um um, can you uh speak a bit more on all the positive things yeah so um like I think the biggest thing is not having that physical in interaction with other people has in a weird way, like, brought everyone closer together. So, like, I feel like people in general are reaching out to each other more and I see that, like, I see that for myself as well. I'm finding myself, like, reaching out to people more and, like, um, you know, vice versa. So that's one of the biggest things. Like, I feel like I'm talking to people who I usually wouldn't talk to on a daily basis, but I guess because everyone has enough, um, all this extra time, like what is what else is there to do, right? Mm. And, yeah, so that's that's probably one thing that I've appreciated in this situation. Um, another thing is um, 
So I'm studying CA at the moment, like to be a chartered accountant, and they extended um, my exam <laughs> date by two weeks. So um, yeah, I I was like, like I was telling you, if this is the only good thing that has come out of this situation, <laughs> then it, it was worth the self-isolation yeah. because I don't think I could have passed without the extension. Like mm-hmm. um, with the original day, I should have taken the exam in three weeks and there was no way that I would have passed it with the rate I'm going now with study. So yeah, because um, the whole corona thing, they've made the exam online and um, they gave us an extension as well as that. So that's been really good. It's relieved a bit of my stress at the moment. And yeah, and probably the last biggest thing amongst all the small things of like saving time and having a lot of time now. Um, yeah, probably the last thing would be like saving time and money, staying at home like and yes. not feeling FOMO at the same time mm-hmm. because everyone else is staying at home as well. So um, I'm saving a lot of money by not eating out as much not going out to brunch as much um and it's been good like it's kind of forced savings but um yeah it's it's been weird like it's definitely different but you know I'm able to redirect my focus and my time on things that matter now now that I have a lot of time like um it's it's made me realize what I should prioritize more like my quiet time, for example, and what I should be spending um, less time on. Like it, the temptation of going onto YouTube for hours on end is there, but I feel like I shouldn't be taking that for granted now with the yeah. current situation. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in terms of your parents, how are they going? Um, you know, obviously they're not close to you. They're about eight hours away so how are they going you know with you being in Canberra and them being back in Melbourne yeah so um yeah my my parents are good and healthy overall um when the whole corona thing started um my mum like before it got like before we started having all this these lockdown rules and everything like that my mum was like like, thank goodness they're still letting you fly, right? Like, imagine not seeing you for Easter. That would be terrible. And then I was like, yeah, I know, but that will be the worst. <laughs> and then, like, you know, no one's flying now. So I've since had to, like, cancel my flights. And, um, and you know, we, I won't, we won't be able to see each other during the Easter break as originally planned. So, yeah, like, my mom in particular um, is – bummed out about that but um yeah um in terms of their safety like they're definitely taking the uh extra precautions inside the house that they need that they need to in this situation I think it's a bit over the top but um I don't know if it's like a Filipino parents thing or like just an Asian parents thing in general but like my parents have put like signs all over the house um like reminding (laughs) reminding everyone in the house to like wash their hands and like at the front of the door like before you enter into the house through the garage there's a sign there on the door that says that has like a list of instructions on what they should do before they enter the house like uh, wash your hands before entering like take your shoes off like leave your bags at the door kind of thing and like my dad like 
attached a sanitizer bottle at the door as well. I, I don't even know where you find that and how you can attach it to the door. But like, um, yes. and recently they've implemented a rule where like they all use like a set of cutlery and um, like <laughs> plates and stuff because they can't like apparently the virus stays on the on the plate for like three days so they can only use like allocated plates for each family member and they wow. wash it themselves and stuff and I'm like okay that makes sense but like you know if one person in the household gets it then the, like everything is shared yeah. like, the sponge that you use to wash it to wash the dishes like the I don't know the washing machine the door handles like it's really hard like once one person is sick then it's hard for the rest of the house not to be not to catch it so um yeah I don't know they're like my parents are well like they're they're um healthy at the moment and they're definitely putting more effort into this situation than I am Mm. than I should be actually that's good yeah well I feel like some parents they're either quite chill about it or they're very over the top um just like yours and also like mine um my mum has her own uh group chat with me and my other siblings um and she's always sending us attachments um, (laughs) things in relation to COVID-19 um oh my goodness so yeah I mean it is what it is um Everyone copes in their own way, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. As long as we're taking the necessary um, precautions and choosing to stay indoors, yeah, the best thing. Um, Yeah, speaking of staying indoors, um, so obviously we both work in accounting slash auditing, um, and obviously for us, our jobs, we're quite blessed in the fact that uh, we still have the ability to work from home. so on our end, it hasn't really changed that much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we can still work and everything. Um, I found it pretty interesting because I work in public accounting and our, our firm's quite small, so we weren't really set up to work from home as mm-hmm. much. Um, so once this all happened, um, it kind of forced us to work, to work from home. But um, yeah, so for me, it's been quite new. I've, I've only worked for about 10 days, but it's been quite quite cool you know i could save two hours a day from traveling yeah um, and it makes such a big difference um but there's also like the other side where i don't walk the normal 2ks that i walk every day from my car to the office um things like that um but yeah so and from mine as well like i feel like my work i I can't be as efficient for some reason i just feel (laughs) like um just everything that i have at work i'm just used to having everything there like my computer my printer my notepad my calculator yeah although I have all that around me now it's not the same because it's just everything's not where it's supposed to be and um yeah it's just like for me I'm not that used to it yet so I feel like everything takes about 1.5 times more than it usually, (laughs) usually does um yeah but yeah so from 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 my end, that's my working from home experience. Um, how is it from you? I mean, I can see some Snapchats that you send um, of you having meetings um, in your PJs. So. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. That's probably like one of the um, biggest benefits out of this is like um, not having to 
like this sounds sort of disgusting, but not having to like make yourself look presentable like while you're working (laughs) because a lot of like I'm sure it's the same for you obviously because you put like on a suit on every morning and a lot of going to work is looking presentable for you know your colleagues and your client or whatever and like all of that has just gone out the window because the meetings that we have aren't even video calls so it's like I could look like absolute trash and they won't even know and it's like we achieved the exact same thing out of the meeting but like I just put in no effort compared to what I usually would but um yeah it's at the start I so like a bit of context like my um manager decided to do this self-isolation like working from home thing about like two two weeks earlier than everyone else in the office because at the start at my work it was a team by team basis so like every team would decide for themselves and then as of last week like the entire office has just been working from home when things started to escalate so I've been working from home for um three weeks now and at the start it was because I hadn't done it before um at the start it was really new and like I was still like um it was really exciting for me because I wasn't used to it. Like I loved not having to get ready for work per se, like in the same way or like having to travel or like, um, you know, little things like having to meal prep my lunch the night before, for example. Um, because you know, when I have lunch breaks here, I just like prepare my food in the kitchen as I usually would. Um, Mm. yeah. And like, this sounds kind of weird, but at the, at the start, I realized because, you know, when you're at work, like usually you take coffee breaks or you walk to the kitchen and like if you want to take your mind off things um, for about like 10 minutes, um, you know, you would stand up and just walk around the office. Whereas at home, like I was able to channel that towards like um, chores. So I would like fold <laughs> pieces of laundry or like I would do the dishes. I would um, vacuum yeah. the house. Yeah, and it was so good because, like, my house is, like, really clean now since working Mm. from home. But um, so I loved that element, like, being able to be productive um, in a different way, like, while taking those breaks. Um, Yeah, after the three weeks, like, in the middle there, I kind of struggled a bit because um, not seeing people around a lot was really hard for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really hard, but then once I saw that everyone else started to do it as well, it was, um, it, it got a lot better because we would have like Skype lunch dates, for example, like as a big group, like we still, we're that clingy at work that we still like hang out at lunch just over Skype, um, or yeah, or just like video chatting, um, different people like even my team sometimes um yeah so I would say like my productivity levels are more or less the same working from home um because the I get what you're saying with the whole like different um environment thing like it is off-putting because it just looks completely different at home obviously than it does at work but uh the thing that 
is consistent is like my fear of like deadlines. So I still get the same amount of work done because like I'm scared of what will happen if I don't meet my deadlines. So that's, that's good, I guess. Like I'm not like more, I'm not working more or I'm not working less than I usually would. But um, yeah, it's, it's been kind of cool actually, um, but a bit hard at the same time. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, at this current situation, I think yeah. we just have to all approach it um, in a positive way because I guess um, there's not much else we can do. Like, um, it's completely yeah. unprecedented. Like, you know, this hasn't happened before in the world. So I think we're all trying to find a way to adjust. But, hmm. Well, thanks for that, Jess. Cheers for... Um, no worries. Um, uh, I'm kind of lost for words. Uh, cheers for <laughs> giving us an update. Um, everything that's going on. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's quite a few people that are out there yeah. that are in a similar situation, maybe that are working in corporate and you know have to work from home. But um, yeah, and I guess for you as well, you're quite different in a way because you're interstate um, and you're kind of in a way you're kind of trapped. <laughs> It does feel that way, um, especially not being able to like fly anywhere or n- not knowing when I'm going to see my family next or anything like that. Because yeah. yeah, you know, depending on when this finishes, like if it finishes around end of financial year, like I can't travel during end of financial year because mm. um, of work and it gets busy at work, so my weekends are taken up. So. Yeah, we'll see how it pans out. It'll be interesting to see how long I can go without seeing my family <laughs> and friends yeah. back in Melbourne. Before you go insane, yeah. Mm. Yeah, all right. Cool, cool. Thanks for that, Jess. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for um, surprising me. Like when <laughs> you first called me and I didn't know what it like, when you just sent me the link being like, oh, can you see if this works? And then, like, next minute I'm on a podcast. Like, yeah. it felt like the same way as though I walked into, like, my own surprise birthday party or something. Like, I just didn't yeah. know what I walked into and I, it took a while to kind of realise what was going on. <laughs> yeah, but surprise. this is a good idea. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jess. No worries. Okay, bye. I want to start recording. Right so, now. you're way into this, man. I can't believe how into this you are, <laughs> mate. I gotta get all in. Um, you know, you know how it is. You can't just go at things half-heartedly. Um, yeah, I've been waiting for this moment actually, just to have you on. But um, <laughs> welcome, Trevor Lau, all the way from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> you're recording already. Oh, great. <laughs> Anyways, um, right. how are you, mate? Uh, how's 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 everything going? Yeah, I was going fine until you showed up yeah. on screen looking super serious with your microphone <laughs> and your headphones and everything. Uh, <laughs> it's all about the quality. Like before, before I left Australia, I've never I've never seen you be so serious about something <laughs> before, and like now you're actually legit. All in, I can't believe it. Is this but, serious? Yeah, it's cool. What do you mean serious? It's cool. Like, like I don't know. You, you, 
Right. It's like something that you suddenly did and then quickly you got all this bloody equipment and you started this podcast all over the world. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? This guy is not the person who I knew when I left. And yeah. uh, it's cool. I, 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 uh, I, um, I, I don't English anymore. Yep. Uh, cool. Yeah, I I'm admire blushing, you. Blushing, blushing it's a good job. Me. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> anyways, enough about me. Um, yeah, as I said, how's, how's everything going up there? In- uh, well, in Germany, we have a lot of cases and we have um, very relaxed laws compared to Australia, I guess, um, considering how many more cases we have, you guys. Um, but, I mean... The German healthcare system has been really strong during this period and there's been very, very little deaths uh, compared to Italy or to France. And because my city is right next to the border with um, Switzerland and France and Italy, pretty much. My city was one of the first ones in Germany to go into lockdown. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people after that day were still out in parks still hanging in groups. We were doing yoga together. We were doing fencing outside in the parks. And I was pretty surprised because, like, if that was to happen in France, I heard you would get fined and then the police would track you and then if you didn't register why you're going outside, then you'll be, you know, sent back home and you'll receive um, a few hundred euro fine. Yeah. But in Germany, everything's so bloody relaxed. I don't understand. But, yeah, I don't know. Talking to my boss, he was saying, yeah, it would never end up being like France or Italy where they lock down every single thing in Germany because Germany is such a free and liberal country that people would not react well to something like that happening, which I guess is uh, interesting. It's a bit different to how Australia uh, is handling the crisis, I reckon. Yep. You guys, uh, well, I mean, lots of you guys are saying, oh, you guys are not doing enough because they're way too slow in flattening the curve or whatever. But yeah, from what I see in Germany, it's even slower or it's um, even more relaxed. But I saw today, for example, in Sweden, the government is like not pretending that the coronavirus does not require a lockdown as such. And they're treating it um, very um, relaxed in a way. And yeah, people can still go out. There's no restrictions except for large gatherings. And I don't know, it's interesting to see how different countries are kind of approaching this. Mm. Um, it was interesting to see how the UK was like, oh, we're going to have this... Um, uh, strategy where we try to get everyone immune to the virus, they get it and they get immunity, and then seventy percent of the population will get uh, will will get it, but not um, uh, continue contracting and spreading the virus. And then two weeks later, they're like, "Oh crap, that didn't work," and now the UK was like in massive trouble. Yeah. That kind of stuff never happened in like. Um, in Germany, um, I mean, people really liked Angela Merkel, like for her reaction to this virus. But Who's she that? was so slow compared. The Chancellor of 
Germany. So she's pretty much the, oh, you could say the prime minister of Germany. I don't know. There's probably yeah. a prime minister of Germany as well, but I don't know anything about German politics. But everyone here loves Angela Merkel. And she, um, yeah, she, she was so slow compared to the French leaders, the, um, the Spanish leaders. And for some reason, the Germans just loved how she approached this issue. And yeah. um, I walk around today and there's people all over the place. I was in the city yesterday and there's three people walking together, groups of five people walking together. Well, I mean, I, I look cars passing me right now and I don't see any cars that have more than two people. I mean, that uh, is an interesting thing. I guess, but yeah, it, it, it's like normal. I would say it's more normal than what it seems like in Australia. Yeah. yeah interesting. Um, Cause also yesterday, I mean, we had a call yesterday and I remember you telling me the supermarkets, they have like a, a plastic screen sort of thing going on. So is that like mandatory, like everywhere now? The really, really cheap supermarkets have it. So uh, the supermarkets here, they are open and every supermarket I've been to for the last week has at least a plastic, uh, like Perspex, temporary screen that covers the cashier and the customer. And so when you're talking to the customer that you want to pay by card, yeah. you won't be spitting into their face. And... They also encourage you to pay by card or contactless payment, I guess. But yeah, like I went to a Turkish shop yesterday. Like, you know, a Turkish shop is equivalent to like a shop in Springville. Uh, it's very, you know, there's not many regulations as such and everything's a bit more like, oh, yeah, we, we would do it if, if we want to kind of thing. But yeah, they, even they had like these massive... Perspex um, glass facades <laughs> in front of you and the cashier, and there's like this little hole for you to hand in your card and like for them to give money back to you. So that was interesting. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess the next thing I was going to ask is um, obviously you and your family back in Melbourne. Um, how are they going with all of this? With you being on the other side of the world, must be hard for them. Um, like I, I honestly felt a lot of pressure from my sister and my brother-in-law to go back to Australia. And mm-hmm. It was the first time suddenly, like just out of the blue, one day in the week where they just said, okay, you need to come back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, was, I, you know, I definitely had to think really hard and long about it because, you know, I was still a little bit unclear as to what you know, kind of safety and protection I would get as a temporary resident in Germany. You know, do I get the same amount of healthcare mm-hmm. services as a German citizen? Do I need to pay more? Do I um, have to wait longer? Kind of all of these different things. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like I had to speak with my boss later and ask about my job security, ask about, you know, the hospital services for me as a resident in Germany. And I guess it gave me um, some comfort to stay here because, you know, I pay a lot of taxes working in Germany. 
we pay at least 30% of our overall income to the state and that provides free university education to all Germans and to all international students as well. So if you want to study in Germany from Australia, you can do it in Germany for free because every working person in Germany pays for that. And so, yeah, that we pay super high taxes here. And as a resident in Germany, I would get the same amount of healthcare access I would if I was a citizen. So that kind of, you know, I told my sister that and she was like, okay, you know, we, we uh, feel more comfortable now. And also the German healthcare system is one of the best in the world. Like, undeniably it's just um but yeah that that was one source of comfort for my sister and um yeah i just told her i have friends here who will take care of me well i hope anyway <laughs> even even if i was quarantined they, you know in australia if i was to get sick you, like there's not much that you could do for me too i have to be isolated i yeah. have to take care of myself and uh yeah, and it's it would be difficult for me if I was to suddenly go back to Australia with no job, no no studies, no nothing, and just be stuck at home with my family. And I would also lose my job in Germany too because um, I would have to surrender my residence permit here. There's a lot of things I would have had to sacrifice. Um, yeah. One main thing was that my parents were kind of okay with me staying here. It was my sister who was freaking out. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. Well, that's that's mm. at least good to hear for all of us back here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any messages or message for anyone <laughs> or for everyone back here? You know, I haven't spoken English this fast for a very <laughs> long time. Because I speak English super slowly, so that everyone here can understand me, and my accent becomes more and more German. And I end up putting German words in between my sentences. And so this is actually a real struggle for me to speak English. <laughs> like, I'm not saying my English before was even perfect. And everyone would laugh at me if I was to say my English was perfect before I left the show. But genuinely, my English is so bad right now. It yeah. has a mixture of German and Polish and Spanish. And uh, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, has it been a year yet? Or not yet, right? It's been. It would be one year in one week. So, really, you in Germany? Yeah. Well, I, I, I've been gone from Australia for, for maybe one and a half years. Yeah, yeah, fourteen months, something like that. Fourteen, fifteen years. Um, yeah, and I've spent one week until twelve months in Germany. Speaking with you yesterday kind of gave me um, more homesick feels. Like I, yeah, like I definitely kind of want to be home right now, even if I had nothing to do, just to see something very familiar and to eat hot pot. I don't know, like I saw people eating hot pot. I saw Melinda eating hot pot. I saw Amanda eating hot pot. They were like two Insta stories right next to each other and they were both eating hot <laughs> yeah. pot. And, and I cannot find fish balls. I cannot find any of that 
stuff yeah. here in Germany, and that's literally one of the things I miss so much. And I just want to hop out with my family. <laughs> oh, <yeah. That's> <laughs> the things that we take yeah. away today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. thanks for coming on, Trevor. Uh, we'll have another proper podcast soon. Um, once you get good internet, that we can, you know, and you're not um, taking internet from the public hall or <laughs> wherever you're taking it from right now. Um, nah, you need to bring your equipment to here, <laughs> and you plan you're going to come here in November. And yeah, well, pants still on, <laughs> unless um, unless this COVID gets in the way. But yeah, hopefully, yeah. We'll, see. we'll see, we'll see. Cool, cool. All right, thanks, Trev. All right. Goodbye, ciao. To the, uh, goodbye to the podcast. Ciao, ciao. ciao, ciao.